You should be watching our Twitch. You know why? Because we're all laughing here, hanging out, having a good time. You can see us have dance parties and talk about old drafts that we recorded when we were doing Mock Draft Monday. And you can only catch that on our Twitch, twitch.tv slash daydreamer media. Welcome in to the Fantasy Daydreamers podcast. You guys can follow our show at FF Daydreamers on Twitter, TikTok, Instagram. Go ahead and head over to those places and follow us there. Get all that amazing content. I am JJ. You guys can follow me on Twitter at JJ Daydreamers. With me today, I have Kiyomi. Oh, hello, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, everybody of all denominations. It's so great to be here being recorded as part of the live stream, which twitch.tv or switchtwitch.com works. So either one works. Both works. We give you access and elsewhere where you can see access to the inner machinations of my football mind is at Twitter at Daydreamer Keone. And Ryan is here. What's up, guys? R-O-K-K-O. Rocco, Rocco, Rocco. Daydreamer. That's the Twitter. And yes, I can confirm. No lies have been told. It is twitch.tv slash daydreamer media. <laughs> All right. Let's get into some news. All right. We got some bad news for Chargers wide receiver Mike Williams and his ankle sprain. He is expected to miss a minimum of four weeks. Ooh, man. I felt this one before. Is that including the body? Sprain or, or you have Mike Williams on one of your teams? Both. <laughs> it has to be a high ankle, right? Four weeks? Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. It's got to be something pretty bad. Is that including the buy or yeah, after the buy? So, okay, okay. But it's a minimum of four mm-hmm. weeks. So, well, I'll keep out. See if he goes on IR or not. Yeah. Not gonna do anything there on buy. So, no reason. Mm. Uh, but Ryan brought up Josh Palmer. Mm-hmm. Where's the deep ad? Maybe not even. I don't think it's a deep ad. I think he's a very playable. Regular and and then yeah. playable depending. On if Keenan Allen decides he wants to play or not, um, you could potentially maybe even look at DeAndre Carter. But do Josh Palmer first. Broncos quarterback Russell Wilson practiced in a limited capacity on Wednesday. Did you hear about what this cornball was doing on the airplane? No. Oh, wasn't he doing like a rehab or something? He or? was while everyone else was sleeping. On the London flight, the trip, uh, flight to London, he was out here doing knee raise or uh, knee raises and working out, running on the airplane and shit. He's a great Man, actor. If you don't sit your ass down and watch some film like the rest of us or take a nap, bro, we're going to London. Ain't nobody trying to hear you go all the way down the goddamn. Highway. Oh my god, man, that guy is hilarious. Oh. Talk, yeah, talk about a terrible flight. Oh, <laughs> running into my knee as it's out in the aisle because I'm trying to get so yeah some semblance of sleep. Ugh, terrible. But you know he's method, so 
Got to got to get your uh, your lines in. Worst somewhere. actor, Jared Leto or Russ? <laughs> Still Jared Leto somehow. But... It's hey, Russ, his time. Russ, Russ has a championship. Like, Russ has been a pretty good actor in years past. We've he seen... has a Super Bowl. Yeah. Uh, Jared Leto. What's has worse, Oscar. it's spicy yeah. or, or or it's Morbius time? I see you know. Put that as a poll. <laughs> That's good. That would be good. That's. Um, I don't know. It's bleak for they, all Broncos. It's just, you know what? I would like Jared Leto has is very, I think, like has a cult or something. I don't know. Maybe uh, Russ seems like he has a cult. Are we spreading rumors on here? Yeah. Is this, a, is this <laughs> turning into a gossip pod? Well, let's tie out gossip time. Time for the tea. We hear <laughs> that Jared Leto has a, has a cult. I thought Keone was bringing it back to fantasy, but no, he goes with Jerry Leto as a cult. He lives in a fantasy. Aha! There you go. Are, are, are you guys starting any Broncos that you still have? Uh, Corlin Sutton. Jerry, Sutton, yes. Sutton, you're still starting. Judy, no. Even though he had a big game with Rip, Ripken, it's a different quarterback. Uh, different strengths. Maybe. Murray, Yes. Murray. Evan Gordon, no. Maybe, I think, I think Greg Dulcich, maybe. Oh, Greg Dulcich. Yeah, I actually yeah, Dulcich I agree with that. that. I agree. Mm. All Greg. right, Cal... Yeah, yeah. Best nickname I've ever come up with. <laughs> Cowboys running back Ezekiel Elliott is dealing with a knee sprain. Um, we'll talk a little bit more about that uh, later. Mm, indeed. Or one of us will, at least. <laughs> Saints have announced that quarterback Andy Dalton will start this week. So, I think you're still starting a lot, right? Yeah, I would start all the regular people. AK, Taysom Hill, a lot of Agree. All right, that'll do it for the news. Let's get into some DFS. That was amazing, but one second, I'm sorry. Taysom Hill, Kyle Pitts. Who are you starting over? Taysom Hill. Taysom Hill. I, I can't trust. Carolina's Kyle. defense is not bad. But, yeah, I mean, like, they, they show up at times. Yes. And Kyle Pitts is not great. <clears throat> okay, I agree. Taysom Hill. I just wanted to ask you that. Yeah. Maybe just to rub it in Aaron's face. <laughs> All right. DFS, who are you guys starting in daily fantasy this week? I'll go first. I got Joe Mixon. Mm. $7,800. I mean, going against a a bad team, bad rush defense against the Cleveland Browns, I expect uh, Joe Mixon to have a big day. He's finished inside the top 20 five times this season, outside the top 20 twice. Um, outside the top 36, only once. He's the running back 11 on the year. Averaging 17.3 attempts. And I know those have kind of gone down as of late, but this is a, this is a Cleveland defense that you can definitely run on, and I expect that uh, the Bengals do so. Hmm. Divisional matchups bring out, you know, the best in the best players. Um. And they also use him a lot. Um, speaking of guys that are getting used a lot by their team, 
Tyler Algier. He uh, is going against the Carolina Panthers, who, you know, are okay defense, but outside of last week, you know, against the, which was like their, we got rid of people, so we're going to win game. They've been not like hit or miss or to not great. Um, he's gotten 15 touches and 16 touches the last two weeks and found his way into the end zone for the first time in his career in week seven. I think those carries continue, especially since the Panthers have been run on 20 or more times in every game except last week to the old Buccaneers and looking like Greybeard over there. Um, the Falcons are a run heavy team. Uh, the Panthers have also allowed five touchdowns on the ground, or at least to running backs through seven weeks. Um, and there might be another in week eight. Let's hope. Uh, I think this will be a good week um, for his fantasy numbers. And he's also a value at $6,100. So my picks will be hopefully helping Ian with his, uh, with his article. <laughs> um, I'm going stacking here. Double trouble Tua, the Simona Slingshot, and Tyreek Hill, the Cheetah. They're both going against Detroit. They're pretty expensive. 7700 for Tua, 8700 for Tyreek. But Detroit's giving up 32 points a game um, to the team. They're horrible. Tua in the games they started and finished, 4-0. The offense looks way better with him. Tyreek is just going to – I just expect the Dolphins to score over 30-plus points. And – with that having a good matchup, you know, I just I gotta spend up a little bit more on these two guys. Yeah, I like spending up on uh, a stack in DFS. Mm. Uh, my second start this week in DFS is going to be Devonta Smith, uh, Eagles wide receiver, sixty nine hundred um, right now on FanDuel. He's had three weeks inside the top 20 wide receivers coming off the bye, playing against Pittsburgh. Uh, this is not a great defense uh, without TJ Watt, and it's definitely not a good offense. Uh, I expect the Eagles to be able to score the ball. Whether it actually is Devontae Smith or not, I don't, I don't know. They could easily just turn into Jalen Hurts rushing touchdowns. Um, but Devontae Smith, 69, I mean, he's right around that median. Nice. Uh, we know why you picked him. <laughs> yeah, right around that meeting. He's not going to cost you a ton, uh, but he's not going to save you a ton either. He's, he's a wide receiver too, probably. And that's why he fits into my lineup. So I'm going to stay in the same game, but switch sides of the ball, I guess. And it's going to be the Eagles defense. Uh, they're coming out of their by. But they have been busy on their bye. They just acquired another pass rusher in Robert Quinn, who had 18 and a half sacks last year on the Bears, I believe. And uh, he is so he, he is able to escape the Bears, the tragedy that is the Bears team. Um, he's a multi-time pro bowler. I know that doesn't mean a whole lot, um, but he is definitely a legit um, guy and can add veteran depth to this defense. Um, that is going against a bad Steelers offense. Um, there's no t- two ways to go about it. The Steelers are not great on offense and one of the worst in the league. And you can save a few hundred bucks uh, by picking him up, 
since they're valued at only $4,600 this week. So I'm sure that makes Ryan happy um, and it should make DFS players happy as well. Yeah. Ian, can we get a victory lap for Harry Roseman? Go right here, fourth round pick. Doesn't even matter. Still have six picks in the draft. All right. That's my Eagles. This is the victory lap and I'm leaving. Shout out to you, Howie. All right, that'll do it for our DFS. Hey, if you guys want to play DFS with us this week on FanDuel, uh, we're going to throw the link up out on our social medias. So be looking out for that. Come join. It'll be free to play. You guys can flex your muscle and see how good you are against us. On to our busts. Lord have mercy, I'm about to bust. So who is going to underperform in week eight? Who you guys got busting? I got the whole Rams offense other than Cooper Cup. They're going against the 49ers. <laughs> a couple weeks ago, I told you the Rams, you know, perform well against bad teams. Well, the 49ers defense, I know they got killed by the Chiefs, but they own the Rams. Uh, their last three games averaging only 15 points a game. Stafford, his last three regular season games versus the 49ers, averaging 245 passing yards. He has four touchdowns and five interceptions in those games. Henderson, his last two games have a combined 12 carries for 58 yards. And Al Robinson had two receptions on six targets and seven yards last game. This 49ers defense, I know they got killed versus the Chiefs. This Rams offense and this Rams offensive line is not the Chiefs' offensive line, and this is not the Chiefs' offense. I expect the 49ers to win big. All right. My bus is going to be DJ Moore. Coming off a huge week where he finished as a wide receiver, eight, catching seven receptions on 10 targets for 69 yards. Nice. And scoring that touchdown. People might be wanting to play him against a juicy matchup against Atlanta, but DJ Moore has definitely underperformed. This whole Carolina offense has underperformed. That was his one finish inside the top 25 wide receivers this year. Um, He's getting targets. He's making catches. He's just not scoring touchdowns, which is what DJ Moore does. I mean, he gets four touchdowns a year. Trading Christian McCaffrey away may have opened up DJ Moore a little bit, but I wouldn't be counting on it. I I think this offense is going to struggle, and he's going to get targets. He's going to have receptions, but he's not going to get you 10 points and half PPR lead, so it's not going to be worth it. So uh, my first of the busts of this week, uh, you talk about – Ryan talked about the San Francisco 49ers probably going to dominate the Rams. I will say the Rams have been dominating the tight end position, and I think they will continue to do so, making George Kittle a bust for this week. I know he's coming off two great games in a row, but Christian McCaffrey is there and has now had a full week to be a part of the team. It didn't really affect Kittle much, him being there last week, but, you know, McCaffrey will take away targets. And the Rams rank first versus tight ends this year, allowing just under 4.5 fantasy points per game to the position compared to the league average of 11.5. 
It's a big difference. Uh, much like the Bills, the Rams are coming off a bye and should have Kittle scouted because, you know, he's one of their best players. And yeah. Kittle might be forced to pass block a lot given, you know, just a little guy named Aaron Donald and the Rams pass rush in general. Um, the Rams have also allowed zero touchdowns to tight ends and have allowed, have allowed only one game over 25 yards to the position with two of those games allowing only five yards and a whopping zero yards. I think Kittle stalls this, stalls this week versus a tough divisional opponent uh, that has the number of, of tight ends. So be wary of playing Kittle this week. All right. My next bus are the Jaguar receivers, Christian Kirk, uh, say Jones, Marvin Jones, Jr. The fact is, is that this Broncos defense is elite. They don't allow people to score more than 20 points. They've only done that one time all season. They have, they allow the second least uh, receiving yards. They've given up one receiving touchdown all season long and giving up the least amount of fancy points with 18.4 for the position. I think it's Travis Etienne or bust in this game. Ryan is like Oprah with the busts out here. Oh man. Well, it sucks because I'm, I have Zay Jones, but I'm, yeah, I'm calling now, bro. I'm giving you position groups. And there was, there was offenses. two lines on there, right? Yeah. Ryan selected 12 people. <laughs> I'm sorry, man. He's got a victory lap lined up. <laughs> I didn't get one last week. I'm getting multiple this week, but I'm dancing on you. I'm about to hit the gritty on, on camera. <laughs> All right, my next bus is going to be Michael Pittman Jr. Now, he has two really good weeks where he's finished inside the top six wide receivers on said weeks. But in both weeks, he had 13 or more targets, meaning if he gets less than 13 targets, he's finishing outside the top 36 wide receivers. He's been very boomer bust and more busts uh, than boom. Um with Matt Ryan going ice cold, Sam Ellinger will be the starting quarterback for the Colts this week. I would not be counting on him to produce anything. They're probably going to have a lot of dink and dunk there, which means Pittman might get some targets, but I don't want to start anyone besides Jonathan Taylor on, on this Indianapolis offense. So I will be benching Michael Pittman. Yeah, it's it's not looking good for the the Colts right now. Yeah, um, this might be so. My my last guy. It might be a hot take. I don't know. We'll see. Um, I'm saying Aaron Jones is gonna be a bust this week. Be careful though. And spicy. Yeah, calling your shot. Thank you, producer Ian. Um. I know you say start your studs, but this has bad game written all over it. First off, the Packers are just not playing well. They're doing they're pretty bad this season. And Aaron Rodgers just doesn't look like he cares anymore. I, he has thrown people under the bus left and right. He is driving it all over the field and all over the team. Everybody he can find. Um Jones is coming off a great game, but it was against the commanders 
and who are not good yet still managed to beat the Packers. Um, they face the Buffalo Bills, who are a markedly different team than the Washington Commanders this week, uh, who have had the bye week, much like the Rams. Uh, so they've had extra time to prepare for the Packers and specifically probably Jones, who is playing best on the team, I would say. Um, the Bills also rank number six versus the run, allowing four fewer fantasy points per game to the running back position compared to the rest of the league. And they have allowed more than 50 rushing yards in only two games this season and no 100 rushing yard performances. I think the Bills are also going to get up pretty quick on the Packers because why shouldn't they? Uh, forcing them to pass downfield to who knows which receivers at this point. Um, and while Jones is a definite possibility as a target, I think the Bills will have a counter for this on their team. So I think it's just all the things are stacked against Aaron Jones this week, matchup-wise, and just their team is not great. So that's what I'm saying. Aaron Jones, consider consider putting somebody else in for him this week. <laughs> I can't do it. It's all it's all sound and logical, but I can't do it. Fair enough. It's it's sometimes it's the difference between winning and losing. Yeah, yeah. So bold strategy, Cotton. Let's see if it pays off for him. All right, that'll do it for our bus. Let's get into some starts of the week. Gentlemen, start your engine. So, who is a must start in week eight for you? A guy who's a must start, who kind of, whose name kind of sounds like that, is Raheem Mostert. Hi, buddy. <laughs> Going against Detroit, I'm attacking Detroit's defense every chance I get. They've allowed a rushing touchdown in five to six games, and the one game they didn't, they allowed uh, Rondre Stevenson to rush for 161 yards. They're in the t- I think they give up the seventh most rushing yards so far. They're tied for first with uh, 10 rushing touchdowns, and they're giving up the most fancy points per game to the running back position. Sorry, second most points, um, 27.3. Moster is the lead back in his offense. Edmonds has basically gone down the tank, dropping passes. Raheem Moster is basically a three-down guy in an offense that I think is going to, again, score 30-plus points. Guinea Moster. All right. One uh, guy I'm starting, Enon Benjamin from the Arizona Cardinals, especially if James Conner is out. James Conner is still dealing with his injury. I expect him to, if he does come back, it'd be on a limited snap count. So since Enon Benjamin has got 54% or more of the snaps, he's been a top 24 back every single week. That's three weeks in a row. Um, seen double-digit targets, uh, um, and has scored two touchdowns in those three weeks. He's also getting, you know, three or more targets, three or more receptions in each week and a couple yards uh, through the air. Going against Minnesota this week, uh, I expect this to be a good game where there's lots of points scored. I expect Arizona to get inside the red zone and Eno Benjamin to have a chance at scoring one of those touchdowns. Hmm. Speaking of of guys who are probably going to start with the other running back potentially not playing, 
<laughs> Tony Pollard with Ezekiel Elliott likely being out for the game versus the Chicago Bears. That leaves this backfield open pretty much for Pollard, who is averaging 5.6 yards per carry, which puts him seventh among running backs with at least 60 carries. He has over 80 yards three times this season, including last week, while Elliott had the touchdowns, Pollard had the yards. Um, he has got at least 13 touches each of the last two weeks, and that was with Elliott on the field. Um, the Bears have a bad run defense, allowing three more fantasy points to running backs per game compared to the rest of the league. They have allowed four 100-yard games this season and have allowed six touchdowns to running backs so far. All of this points to Tony Pollard having a good to great game. And we also can't forget that Dak is still somewhat easing back into the playing. And so they might rely on Pollard to move the ball down the field. And that just means yards and potentially touchdowns. I do agree with you on everything you said. The one thing I am scared though, is Zeke might play that dude. Didn't he play through a torn PCL last year? He looked horrible. But he was still getting his 10 carries a game looking 2.3 yards. You know, I, I, I am scared. But yeah, I, he I doesn't think play, you're completely right. I just, I, you know, Zeke. I, I do. I think there, I think the reason I say, like, I feel confident about it, I, I think the Cowboys have kind of like been like, he's probably not playing. So I think if that wasn't the case, then I would be a little bit more hesitant. But I think they have been leaning towards. Elliot being out as well, especially I think they go into their they go into their buy after this. I think so. Um, if they do, which I think they do, I think that especially is gives him two weeks to recover. And yeah, they go into their buy. Yeah, they are going into their buy. So that's just seems to be the strategy this this year and with teams. So it's like let's let's hold them off until after the buy. Um, let him give him another week, you know, to recover. And unless you're Keenan Allen, <laughs> right? Who's just like, I'm not playing play ever. A single half, and then right. I'm not going to play, and I'm going to criticize the play calling. <laughs> um, sorry. <laughs> uh, my next guy, Devin Singletary, going against this Packers defense. The Packers have been struggling against the run. Uh, allowing the second most rushing yards in the NFL with 855. The three games where they weren't actually blowouts, I don't think this game is going to be blowout, but three games that weren't blowouts, Singletary got most of the run, uh, averaging 3.9 fantasy points, sorry, 13.9 fantasy points. Uh, I like Singletary a lot in this matchup. I think the Bills are going to be able to pass and run, but with the Packers kind of doing the, kind of like the Chargers defense like run fundamental type of thing. Singletary could get, you know, 15 carries for 85 yards and get a few targets and we'll see if he gets in the end zone or not. That's always 50, 50 shot, you know, but uh, the volume is there for him. I don't think James Cook or Zach Moss are really competing for him. They really just play in garbage time. Yeah, definitely someone that uh, fell in drafts that if you got him, turned up uh, aces for you. You know, knock on some wood real quick, but he never misses games. It's, yeah. He is truly a consistent guy, and he, you know, I think the guys love him in Buffalo. He's getting the work. Everyone talked about James Cook and Zach Moss, but Singletary's still there, and he looks like the best back. 
All right, my start of the week is going to be Chris Olave, wide receiver for the New Orleans Saints, going against the Las Vegas Raiders this week, who give up 29 fantasy points to the position. And really, Chris Olave is the one wide receiver there. And whether it's Andy Dalton or Jameis Winston, he's he's been playing well. He's been a top 20 wide receiver four weeks this season. Um Averaging 9.3 uh, targets, 5.3 receptions, 82.5 yards a game. This guy, a steal, a, a rookie wide receiver that has really come out and played well um, in the absence of Michael Thomas. Uh, I, I think Chris Olave is, is a great player, and you can definitely start him up against the, the Raiders this week. So this is another, you know, week eight is another bye week where if you have, you know, Patrick Mahomes or, or Justin Herbert, Herbert, you know, it could be a rough week for you. So, you know, you might pull uh, you might pull an Eli Manning and need to make a call to New York to get your uh, streaming quarterback for the week. Cause have you met? Daniel Jones? <laughs> He's a New York socialite who has a 66.7% completion rate, which is seventh among quarterbacks who have played in at least seven games this season. He can run the ball, apparently, having 343 yards on the ground, which is the third among quarterbacks this season and is tied for second with three rushing touchdowns. This team finds a way to win games, whether it's in the last second or just whenever. It is a gritty team. Um, and, you know, he has five touchdowns to just one turnover since game four. They face Seattle, which is 22nd versus the position. And while Seattle can be a stingy defense, they have allowed a touchdown in every game except one versus Arizona, where nobody scored a touchdown. Um, I may have to fall on this sword, but Daniel Jones, I'm going to start him as a streaming, as a very, very possible streaming guy in week eight. So start him. (laughs) All right. Let's play a little game called cap or fact. (laughs) Daniel Jones has more rushing yards than David Montgomery. Cap or fact. (sighs) Yeah. Daniel Jones had over a hundred last week. Um, and I think David Montgomery faces a tough, tough defense. Oh, yeah, in the Dallas Cowboys. No, I meant like, I meant like, do you Who think this more? is true? Who has more right yes, now? I'm, I'm building up to, yes, oh, okay. true. It is, it is true fact. Okay. 100. <laughs> that is true. Okay. Capture fact. Jalen Hurts. Daniel Jones, who has more rushing yards. I got to give it to Jalen Hurts just because it's Jalen Hurts. So. Daniel Jones. Daniel Jones is it. Cap. Jalen Hurts. In fact, Jalen Hurts. Daniel Jones has more than Jalen Hurts. Oh, I thought you meant in this week. No, 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 no. Who has? That's, he's oh. that's why I, we didn't have no, the yeah, oh. I mean, We're talking about this build up for real just, life stats. Oh, I'm sorry. I thought you meant like just for this week. No, no, no. <laughs> Who has more? Oh. In the season so far. I thought. 
Joni said he was he was top three. So yeah, yeah. he is. I thought. I thought oh, I thought it was Jalen Hurts and um, what's his face, Ky- Kyler Murray. But okay, one one more, one more. Okay, okay. okay. No, it's more it, rushing it. yards. <laughs> Jones or Penny? This one's hard because he missed a few games. Rashad Penny? I'm going to stick with Jones. It's Penny. Ah! But it's literally about, I think, one yard. Ah. Or three yards. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. That's a good question. I like it. Uh, so start Daniel Jones this week. I'm just yeah, I'm and stay dreaming. Yeah, I'm out of here. <laughs> yeah, that'll do it for the podcast. <laughs> Head over to our website, fantasydaydreamers.com, where you guys can get all of our articles coming out. Like Keone mentioned, he's got a DFS article. So uh, be on the lookout for that. Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, at FF Daydreamers. Head over to our Twitch, twitch.com slash daydreamermedia. Follow us there. Come hang out with us Mondays and Wednesday nights. We are on Twitch. Um, anything else? Yeah, join the Twitch. You can see me not understand fact or cap. <laughs> <laughs> Stay dreaming. If I, didn't, yes, if I didn't look like it already. Stay, Stay dreaming. dreaming. <laughs>